0: Hello and welcome to Build Momentum, a show where we explore thought leadership and education. I'm Sarah Williamson, the founder of SWPR Group. And I'm Katie Lash, the director of the East Central Educational Service Center. Together we explore how to leverage key partners, your constituencies and the media to authentically impact your organizations and the leaders who champion them. We can't wait to get started. So let's dive into today's show
1: everyone. On a previous episode, we talked with Juliana and Haley. Hopefully you heard that one. we landed talking about female leadership and my mind went immediately to somebody that I really admire to bring on the show. And in that same episode, we started talking about how Juliana loves to be a connector to people. And so I got to kind of play that role today. So I'm excited for Sarah to meet my friend Tammy today. So thanks
0: ladies. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Tammy, it's so nice to meet you. Welcome. Thank you.
2: I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes. So Katie shared so much about you, and I would just love for you to share a little bit more with the audience and tell us who you are and what you do.
2: Sure. My name is Tammy Lofner. I am a retired elementary classroom teacher. I spent the bulk of my career in second and fifth grade, so I kind of tapped into both the primary and intermediate side of it. And then there at the end of my career, I started EdTech tech company, software company. It's called Demi Learning. We're in our seventh year, and it's an online math curriculum for students in grades, kindergarten through eighth. Yeah. And
1: I think what I love talking to you, Tammy, is your story is just so truly organic. So you were a teacher, you decided you had an idea, and you went and did that. Like I just think it's the neatest thing. So I'm always telling Sarah, like, "Hey, if I have an idea, like, I want to start a company," and then Sarah's like, "Oh gosh, what now?" And so
0: that's probably no. I always say you should do it. That's what I say.
1: Yeah, but it sounds a lot harder than just. I mean, it's easy to have the idea, and then it's a whole different thing to do it. So, where did you start, Tammy?
2: Truth be told, I stumbled into this. I was a frustrated classroom teacher with some colleagues who were frustrated as well. And the frustration was from the fact that I thought I was a pretty good educator and my students would take the state assessment and it just did not match up. And I would watch them take the state assessment. I would cringe. And I knew I was missing the mark. I knew something was wrong. I was teaching in the state of Indiana at one of the largest school districts. I was continually being trained on new curriculums. They would call me in for an entire week. I would get the training. I'd come home with a box of content and I would try it, but we were just not getting anywhere year after year after year. And then we were passing our students on to middle school and they were floundering. And so we got together as teachers and said, how are we missing the mark? And uh, we came up with some ideas and I kind of laugh at it. Now I look back at it. We put it in this PowerPoint that is so juvenile. It's absolutely hilarious to look at it now. And we gave it to our principal And she immediately picked up the phone and called her boss. Now, keep in mind, I worked in a district that there were like six levels between me and the superintendent. And before I knew it, we were pitching to a couple layers below the superintendent. And you got to keep in mind, this was a time when they couldn't figure out how to turn the ship around. And they were extremely frustrated. They were throwing millions of dollars at this and nothing was sticking. So like, why not? Why not let these guys try it? And they let us do it. And um, that's where the story took off.
0: That is incredible. <laughs> it's kind of a
2: crazy story if you think about it. Yeah.
0: It really is. I mean, that makes a lot of chutzpah to really just get together with your fellow teachers and take control. That's pretty awesome.
2: Sometimes I'll tell the story and I have to pinch myself to think that you got to think back then that we were just so frustrated and super focused on helping these kids and really thought we had an idea. And it come to find out we did, you know, it worked. It was hugely successful. It got better every year in our success. And it just started to get the attention of people, not only in our state, but then without with outside of the state of Indiana. And it kind of went from there. And from there, it stumbled into tech. I wasn't looking to start a tech company. I wasn't like you, Katie. I'm like, I didn't really think about like a business. It kind of just landed in my lap. I know that sounds crazy. But honestly, that's what happened.
0: That's incredible. Well, so last episode, Katie already mentioned this, but we had Haley Spigro Bauer from iTutor on the show, and she was talking about the gender reality that we face with pre- predominantly female workforce with yeah. teachers. Yeah, and then all the superintendents are almost all male. This is true. <laughs> so fascinating. <laughs> this is true. So, Tammy, you really. Took a different turn there when you entered the business world that really has a different look to it. So, share with us how it's been for you. Any reflections on that transition from all female workforce to now?
2: You're in the real world. Yeah, it was quite a shift. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I honestly think a better way to describe it in my case that really resonates with me is it just had a super strong feeling of imposter syndrome. This idea. That I am now in a world where I didn't go to an Ivy League, I didn't get an MBA, I didn't even go to business school, yet I'm among people who walk this walk and talk this talk. And there was a, a long period of time where I'm like, what in the world am I doing? Like, I'm in a space I don't know. And I was fortunate. I had a ton of people, not a ton, several people who were like a few years ahead of me in the ed tech space that I could call, I could text. And then teachers started outside of where I taught or using the product and having the same gut feelings we were having as teachers. Like, man, this is working and it makes sense. And now I feel like I have a formula, a strategy to really do right by kids in math. And from that, I just started building confidence, you know? So to me, it was more like a feeling of like, wow, I'm in over my head, you know? Yeah. But the more I got around those people you described, I realized I have some expertise and I've got something to bring to the table. And so it just felt confidence. And, you know, the more I started to understand the business side, the better it got for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think the more you're around those people, you realize, oh, we're all imposters. We all uh, We don't really know all we're doing every day. We just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: People are people. Isn't yeah, that the truth, people. though? Isn't that the <laughs> truth?
2: Yeah, it really came back down to the core to me for teaching. It's about relationships, you know, and business is really about relationships, especially like in the classroom with kids. So Mm -hmm. there's some real synergy there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure.
1: Well, you like made a perfect segue into what I wanted to say, ask you next, because I think, Tammy, I've said this to you, really, Sarah and I met, I don't know if you know this, like we met at an event where... I didn't really know Sarah that well. And I'm up there telling the, like, Sarah, this company was totally offending me by how they said this, or they're too aggressive. They need to back away, like calm down. And so anyway, like our first conversations, Sarah and I were having this, like, I've never been in sales, but like I had opinions. And so anyway, Sarah's earliest perception of me is probably that I like picked everybody apart, but I will tell you, I never picked you apart. Ever. I was so impressed by you. you. Yeah. Well, and the interesting part. So a district that I was at did in fact adopt Tammy's product, Fimmy Math, And so, but it was an interesting, I mean, it was very slow. I mean, it was, this was over the course of probably a couple of years. When you say Tammy, it was a long Absolutely. time before it, was. it, before was, it came yeah. to fruition. And so never once was she like closing the sale or like she... Honestly, she became a friend because I'd pick up the phone and brainstorm with her. And, like, that to me, that's a whole different episode, you know, Sarah, the whole partnership thing. But, like, that Mm -hmm. truly was thought leadership. Like, I could call her, pick her brain about math. And then, guess what? Actually, she did sell me something in the end, but that's (laughs) not what it was. So, anyway, I say all of that, Tammy, just like I've even heard Tammy say, like, I don't think I'm a fit for them, and that's okay. So yeah. tell us your approach, Tammy. It's thought leadership to the T.
2: Yeah, you know, it has not escaped me. I'm in a world with big players. Textbook companies are huge, huge players in the space. I'm not looking to see how many people I could get on Vimmy Learning. That's not what we're about. My goal is I'm trying to impact as many students and how they're taught math as we can. So I'm looking for good fits with schools. I'm looking for teacher buy-in is a big part of what we do. And that's what Katie was referencing, how long it took for her to get her school on board, because it's a paradigm shift. I'm asking you to do something completely different. And honestly, that's why it works is because it's so different, but it takes teacher buy-in, And so we do a lot of piloting. That's a big thing we like to do at the beginning to see if there's a good fit and then we'll move forward. But I've been on the receiving end, having to do a curriculum that I don't believe in. And if teachers don't believe in it, it doesn't work. And so I don't, I don't want to be in that space. That's not where I want to be.
0: That's great. So Tammy, you said something there that was very interesting. You said, you know, a lot of larger competitors that are growing. I know you're an Indiana-based company and you intend to stay small. Tell me about that. That's not something you hear every day, especially in ed tech.
2: True. Yeah, that's true. I think it is a little bit unique. I'm born and raised in Indiana. And I know it's not unique to Indiana with the manufacturing leaving many of the, you know, the medium and small sized towns, but it's really kind of decimated many of the downtown areas and many of these smaller areas with the loss of jobs. And I just think math is so important right now with so many jobs not being filled, that have technical skills. And I'm super excited about the STEM push that's going on. But my state is unique. It jumped off the Common Core bandwagon. And so our standards are unique to Indiana. And so the big players go after the big fish, right? That's Common Core. And so there's my state. And I just, I want to do well by the, you know, the residents of Indiana. That's important to me. And they're getting ready to do another shift with their standards, coming up. And I just feel like we're really poised to do well and make sure, you know, Indiana students are ready for what any direction, any direction they want to go. But if they want to go far in math, I hope we set them up for a really strong foundation and they can be successful. I
0: wish you could help my son, a couple of my (laughs) sons. Uh, One in particular. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to
2: mention any names, got
0: it. (laughs) No names,
2: but
0: (laughs) he is in first grade in first grade yep first grade so sarah and i both have first grade
1: twins her two boys my two girls and so you know we joke about their arranged
0: marriages someday (laughs) (laughs) we may or may not have photos of them what what would you call those i mean little sketch up
1: (laughs) they've never even met but (laughs) we have their
0: photos (laughs) we paired them up
1: (laughs) it's all for fun. But no, Tammy, but what you do, I think is, I mean, what's so fun about me getting to know Sarah and one on a national scale, what you do is replicable. Like what you do could occur in every state. And so I just think it's so interesting as a company though, that you're, yeah, you're just a unique company to interview and I like
2: it. I appreciate it. You know, I I think something else that, you know, we were talking about you know, things that you know, are unique. I think one thing else that sets us apart is that, you know, we're trying to get away from that canned six-year contract, you know, boxing people in for long periods of time. You know, we like to roll out, like I said earlier, with a pilot. Let's see if it's working well. We've even done pilots in just a few grades because only those teachers believe it. And as those teachers like it, they tell other teachers, And it just organically grows and they're just really good fits. And then we start talking about, you know, a three-year contract or whatever. But I think too often there's this old formula of like boxing schools in. Yeah. And I I don't think that's right by teachers, which ends up impacting students, you know. That's so smart. Well, that's interesting.
1: Like, too, this just came to me. Like, I've heard, Sarah, you're going to know way more about this than I know. But there's like, for real ed tech strategies that are like, there's real terms to this, like, I don't know. Teacher pilot up to sales versus get to the superintendent sales. Right? Like, there's really a thing to this. I don't know what it's called, but it's a thing. It's called bottom up.
0: Kind of a bottom you know, up funnel. I know, I know exactly that sounds exactly what you're talking it, about. Yeah, but it, it, it is. Me,
2: yeah, yeah. It took me a long time to figure out. I spent two years really trying to impact large school districts, and that's super challenging. And then I started moving into like rural areas where there's just like one elementary, one middle, one high school. And those are just super good fits. And it's easier for me to get to the teachers that way, as opposed to large districts and like navigating, you know, those huge systems, school districts, those are challenging. But yeah.
1: We talked about that, Sarah, like on one of the early episodes, because, you know, we talked about how service centers are a hidden gem, like people don't know that they are like, you know, where they're positioned, but also like rural districts. I mean, I have a passion for that. But like, I do hear, you know, sometimes I now recognize the labor that it goes to sell to all of these very individual schools like that, but they're quick. Like, if they want it, and they buy into it. Yeah. Tammy, say something that you were like excited. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's true. Not only that, but they all talk to one another. So, like, it just, again, it's organic. Like, yeah, so the assistant principal one will become a principal, and you know, next door, and that's how we've been growing. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. It's much, much easier that way. Yeah, much easier.
1: But you're actually, like, implementing this approach, like, completely by an accident because you were a teacher, you talked to other teachers about it, the teachers liked it, then, like, you were doing this before you were officially doing this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. Like my school district also gave us an MOU to allow us to beta test. I never envisioned bringing tech into this space that we were doing. It made sense. It automated and sped up so many things. And there's so many things that we can make better with tech. But I wasn't thinking along those lines. What basically happened was the local columnist at our newspaper stumbled upon what we were doing and just started hanging out at our school. And then he wrote a series of articles on the front page of the Sunday paper, and that's when it really took off.
0: Well, look at that—we are in action. That's what I was going We didn't tell her to say that. We did
2: not tell her to say that. No, 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 no. All, innocent. All innocent. And, um, and you're saying that was extremely impactful. Is that what you're saying? Exactly what I'm saying. And from that, a gentleman read the stories that were written and his wife had just passed away and she was a longtime educator and he wanted to honor her. And that's how we got our seed money. I mean, it just kind of Wow. Yeah. I didn't do a bunch of, you know, pitching. That's how we got our seed money. And from there we've just grown the company enough and kept extending the runway and adding features and doing what teachers felt like they needed.
0: Amazing. I think it's a cool story, huh, Sarah? Very cool story.
1: I think, are there any last minute takeaways, Sammy? If like, what, if this audience is ed tech and teacher, like you have a very diverse audience, don't you, Sarah? It's all sorts of people. But if there's, yeah, yeah. there's a takeaway, I guess, to this. Anything that they should know about your your philosophies?
2: I would just like to share uh, the power of being a classroom teacher. There's something about seeing content when it hits the desk of a student. And the range of learners and how they interact with that curriculum, there's a lot of information there. (laughs) And I kept watching that over and over again, what worked, what didn't, why it was missing the mark. And I think it's a really powerful space. And I hope teachers understand the role they play and the information that they you know, can see. It's really powerful. It's really powerful. And it's from that experience that a group of teachers were able to figure this out, to be honest.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Tammy. This has been fantastic. You're very much an inspiration to us and anyone listening.
2: Thank you. I've enjoyed the conversation.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was fun. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. If you're looking for more of this thought leadership goodness for your organization, you're in the right place visit us at swpr-group.com to learn more about how we work with education organizations and their leaders, superintendents, and influencers to increase your impact. Again, that's swpr-group.com. Thanks for tuning in today, and we will see you next time on Build Momentum.